Welcome back. You are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is Latoya. I want to thank you for listening. God bless you and God keep you in this new year of 2022. Today, I want to talk to you about praying passionate prayers. So we all want our prayers to be effective and there is a way to pray. And I'm going to talk to you about praying passionate prayers. First, I want to start out with description in Psalm chapter 27, verse 4. David said, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. And so this to me is the heart of passion where you say, God, the one thing that I desire more than anything else is the Lord. And I'm going to seek after him that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. And we're in an hour where it's so tempting to get distracted, to get caught off guard, to spend our time just doing other things and being busybodies and so engaged with social media and all these different things that we get caught up and we remove ourselves from the presence of God unknowingly many times because we're so focused on other things. And when you're overly focused and distracted, I'll say, by other things, it causes you to lose your passion for prayer and your desire for prayer. And many of us, like in Revelation, we have to go back to our first love and say, God, let my heart burn for for you. And it's also a process of removing distractions. So repenting, but then also deleting the things that are soaking up your time, soaking up your affection, soaking up your attention. There's certain things that we are able to cut out of our lives so that we're more passionate about the things of God and the things pertaining to prayer. Now, we cannot talk about praying passionate prayers without talking about Hannah, because this is the best example, one of the best examples of praying passionate prayers. And part of why this is so powerful is because Hannah was at a place where she knew that it was only God that can deliver her. It was only God that could answer her prayer. And when you know that there's no other option, there's no other plan B, there's nothing that you can do in your own strength. I promise you, your prayers will become more passionate, more fervent, more effective, because you will know that you know that you know that it's only God because with God, all things are possible. And so a lot of times we find ourselves in a place of impossibility. And that's because God wants to challenge us to go higher and to go deeper and to pray and to press and to not give up. So whether you're facing walls or you're facing mountains or you're facing challenges, you can speak to those things and command them to move. You can be consistent and passionate in prayer. All right, so let's look at 1 Samuel, starting with chapter 1. Now, there was a certain man of Ramathan Zophim of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanai, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah and the name of the other Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. 
Also the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Peninus, the priests of the Lord were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Peninnah his wife and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he would give a double portion for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her. Therefore, she wept and did not eat. Sometimes the obstacles and the challenges and the things in our lives, they cause us to be desperate for God. They cause us to say, God, I need you to show up on my behalf because without you, I can do nothing. But with you, all things are possible. And so we see with Hannah that the Lord had closed her womb and she was desperate because she had been ridiculed by Penina and she was going through all these things and she really wanted to bear a child. Verse eight, then Elkanah, her husband said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than 10 sons? And so her husband was trying to make things right. He was trying to make things better. But do you know that there's some holes sometimes in our hearts that only God can fill, only God can bring joy, only God can bring peace. And so he says to her, am I not better to you than 10 sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli, the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. And so when you talk about, when we talk about passionate prayers, it's also from a place that is so raw. It's so sincere. It's so sensitive. And so even with Hannah said that she was in bitterness of soul. So she was broken before the Lord. And so even in times of suffering, even in times of pain, it's a beautiful opportunity to cry out to God because God will move on your behalf. Verse 11. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child. Then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, how long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. And so whatever you're facing, I want to challenge you and encourage you to pour out your soul before the Lord. And of course, that doesn't always take screaming and shouting because no words came from Hannah's mouth, but she was praying from her heart. And you can pray passionate prayers from your heart and cry out to the Lord with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And even if you feel barren or you feel like, hey, I prayed about this before because the Bible said that Hannah will go to the temple year after year. I want to encourage you that what if it's a new season? What if this is the moment? What if this is the time where God hears your prayers and answers your prayers? I want to encourage you to not give in to doubt and unbelief and the things of the past. Even if you prayed before, pray again, bombard heaven, cry out to God, stand on the word of God, make a commitment in your heart that you're going to give all that you have to the Lord. 
And then verse 16 says, do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief, I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. And she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate and her face was no longer sad. I love this part about this story because Hannah, when she walks away, she's not instantly, instantaneously pregnant, but her countenance, everything changed because she knew that God heard her prayers. And what happens when you pray in faith and you cry out to the Lord and you pray effectual, fervent prayers, you know that God is hearing your prayer. And that's where faith comes in, because even when you have not seen the answer to the prayer, you still believe God that it's already done. And so she went on and she ate and the Bible says she was no longer sad. And so when you are in a position where you know that the Lord will come through for you, you can pick your head up. You don't have to walk defeated. You understand that whether you see the answer to your prayer right now or not, that God is moving and God is working on your behalf. So in order to pray passionate prayers, you want to ask God to remove the callousness, to remove the dryness, to remove the coldness of your heart. You want to ask the Lord to bring healing and supernatural strength wherever doubt has come in or wherever blockages have come into your heart. And you need the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit to fill your heart with fervency and effectiveness and passion and crying out to the Lord. So be encouraged. Um, continue to stand on the word of God. Know that we walk by faith and not by sight. Know that even in the midst of pain and suffering, that causes you to pray in a place where you are pouring out your heart before the Lord. And the Bible says that some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. And so even when you don't have other options or you feel that all hope is gone, you can look to the Lord, the author and the finisher of your faith. Glory be unto God. I want to say a prayer for you. Father, I pray for each and every person listening to this podcast. I pray, Father, that you would just set a fire down in the midst of their hearts, a fire that will burn for you and only you. I pray that whatever places of brokenness, you would use that to bring healing and wholeness. And Father, that there would be breakthroughs and sudden answers to prayer. And Lord, that you would give the oil of joy, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so, Father, I pray that you would be the lifter of their head. God set our prayer lives on fire in this year. Let the fire of the Holy Spirit burn in the depths of our hearts. And I thank you, God, for answered prayers. I thank you, God, that as we speak to mountains, they must be moved. I thank you, Father, that you cause us to rise up, that we are not defeated. And I thank you, God, for fruitfulness in the things of the Spirit, that we will not be barren, but we will go forth and bear fruit for your name's sake, for your kingdom's sake. And so, Lord, we love you and we honor you and we thank you for what you're doing. God, take us deeper in our levels of prayer and intercession, deeper into your heart, deeper into your plan, deeper into your will, oh God. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. I want to thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Be sure to share this podcast out if it has blessed you in any way. Also, you can follow me on Prayer is Breathing on Instagram and also on Facebook. And that's Prayer is Breathing. Again, my name is Latoya. God bless you and thank you for tuning in.